So I thought we'd start with the net. So do you yeah. want to do your best Dennis Miller for the intro? I know how much you like doing your Dennis Miller. <laughs> Problem is I can't do, uh, I can't say enough uh, needlessly rat-a-tat tat jokes without stumbling over my own words, which is his yeah. talent. Hey, bet, bet. It's like Titanic over here with, uh, you know, Typhoid Mary coming over here. And you got, uh, you know, Drew Brees coming in and, uh, you know, it's just uh, rat-a-tat-tat, Beatlemania. The closest I can get, it's the closest approximation I can get to a Dennis Miller. He's got more uh, crimes on his rap sheet than uh, Methuselah has birthday candles. It's just like, it's not a laugh out loud funny, but you're like, I appreciate the six references you crammed into a sentence. You, my friend, have read a lot of books. Not enough books. Didn't help with the comedy. (laughs) Or the politics. from our childhood and see if they were any good. My name's DJ. My name is Damon. We're going for full NPR voice now. This is a smarmy. We're a very soothing podcast in these hectic times. Mm-hmm. And I've got tortoiseshell glasses on, so it really, really works Basically, out. Yeah. Well, uh, can, you believe, can you imagine us being NPR correspondents with how cool we are? You know, I mostly spend my afternoons skateboarding, but, you know, people can <laughs> believe that I could also be an NPR correspondent. Speaking of being behind the times, we're going to watch The Net. Mm. Um, what year did this come out? What mm. net are we looking at? It's, oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 95, but I'm just guessing. I want to say 94. No, I feel like, what was speed? Oh my God, 1995, I rule. Wow, nice. Star turn yeah. is really just a vehicle for Dennis Miller. Let's let's admit it. That's all this that's all this movie is. Is anybody else even yeah, in it? Like, there was probably there was probably just an executive who's like, get me Dennis Miller on a screen anyway. Yeah. He's so good in uh weekend update at the acting. And and that second Tales from the Crypt movie there. Oh, that's right. It was the second one? I think so. What was the first one called? Bordello of Blood? Mm. Is that the one he's in? I think he's in Bordello of Blood, but I think there was one before that. Let me let me check it out. Bordello of It was during the time where you really wanted it was very confusing because it was still the time when if you were gonna make a sequel to the movie, you the first movie had to have made money. It's not yeah. like today where they're just like, you know what? We're going to do a second one and maybe then people will go. See right. It. Birds of prey. Put it on the screen. <laughs> We're going to get people in here for this. That movie's great. But back then you, you, uh, you really have to get people to see the first one, but tales of the crypt was like, fuck it. we got an IP. We're going to use it. He was in Bordello of blood and it was 1996. Mm, okay. So after his, after his just, he broke the screen with his performance in the net. They were like, we got. Well, when did he leave SNL? Would this be his like? Maybe this is his first attempt to get out in there in the movie land. I don't know. He, uh, I feel like he would have left SNL like around ninety four. He left SNL in nineteen ninety one. Wow. You hate to see it. When did he host Monday Night Football? Oh, that was way later. Uh, oh, he that was the, like the late nineties. He had the Dennis Miller Show. In 1992, the hell you say? But that that's to be not to be confused with what was it? Dennis Miller Live? What was the one that was later? Yeah, Dennis Miller Live. That was his one on HBO that lasted a while, nine years, and then Monday Night Football. After that, I feel like I've slipped into a portal where Dennis Miller was a thing for a minute. He was definitely a thing. Uh, Although my family didn't have HBO, hard Scrabble roots, um, <laughs> and so that's why I don't. I don't know From what the these streets. shows you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um uh what I to be completely honest, other than Sandra Bullock is in this, Dennis Miller's in this, and it involves like the fact that the movie is called The Net is already like a little cringe. It already dates it to yeah. a very specific time. 
Uh, so we're gonna- I feel like this movie exists only in people re- like. I don't think anyone actually remembers this movie. They just remember that this movie exists and that's where the joke comes from. No one. The only thing I remember about this movie is Sandy Bulls and um, Friend of the Gays. And and you had to remind me that Dennis Miller was in this movie. I know it involves she she sees a crime, wrong place, wrong time. And I remember she orders pizza from pizza.net. Okay. I don't even think it's .com, <laughs> which reminds me of like when in movies people walk in you know what, this actually, this ties into your Robin Hood moment where you were asking me other, like when he puts on the wet pants. Yeah. Um, and you're like, why are people in movies doing that? People in movies are always walking into bars and saying, give me a beer. Yeah. Like, like, if you did that in any bar in the country, they'd be like, what are you talking about? We have 900. No one's going to. <laughs> and exactly. And no one's going to pizza.net just to get whatever they got. <laughs> I'll have a pizza. Um, yeah, just a pizza. Yeah, whatever's on the shelf. Um, <laughs> That's the Little Caesar. Are you? Play. I don't know. Have we watched a Sandra Bullock movie on on here before? Because mm. you've got a good Sandra Bullock story. I feel like I've told that story, um, but I don't remember. I feel like you have. I don't remember what movie it would have been from. What if we've got new listeners? I'd hate for new listeners to who refuse to go back and listen to our back catalog. <laughs> I'd hate for them to miss that. <laughs> Well, okay, so a brief recap. I'll tell the story again. Uh, I only like this story because I appear in it <laughs> cyberly via the net in a way. Was I texting you? Is that how it happened? I don't, yeah. I, yeah. So I was at a, a, a um, so it would have been the year of Blind Slide. Blind Slide? Blind Side. Lions, Lions Slide. Lion. That was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Where the lions slide down into the pool uh, and she made it happen. We, I was at an Oscar watching party in uh, in Jersey with my friend Ryan, and he he had a, a group of his friends, and they were mostly gay men. And I'm, it's a gaggle, it's a, gaggle a gaggle of gays. Yeah, I made some sort of as I'm wont to do. We were all just kind of firing off. It was like I wasn't like the only one making jokes. We were just kind of firing off, and I was like, oh yeah, I was in a rhythm. I didn't know most of the guys, but like. I was doing okay. I was like, I was holding my you're, own, you know? You were riffing with the I queers. I was riffing, yeah. And, you know, it's the little it's the little caddy, you know? And, and I don't think uh-huh. that's everybody, but this was a, this group was a little caddy talking, you know. About- We've all been to a gay Oscar party. Saying. We know exactly okay. the environment okay. you're in. <laughs> I'm just setting the scene. It's very important to set the scene. And uh, I made some sort of snide remark about Sandra Bullock and how she wasn't good at acting. Um, and to be fair, I, and the crowd was receptive to this, to be fair. I don't, not even sure how much I I'm just like, okay with her acting. I think she was good in speed. We'll have to see how she did in the net. I don't remember. I like, I remember liking demolition man, but I, you know, (laughs) I was like 13 when that came out or something. So I just, uh, but she's been in mostly forgettable movies as far as I'm concerned until this was before bird box. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I also hadn't seen pre, pre BB. Yeah. And I also hadn't seen the blind side, which I still haven't. So I, I wasn't really reacting to her, the, her performance in this movie. And it wasn't like she, it wasn't when she won. It was just, we were just like talking about her and I made some sort of snide remark about how she sucked. And <clears throat> it was like, I made a detailed list of how uh, I was going to kill all of their mothers <laughs> because they reacted in shock and horror. And I, uh, I t- texted something to the effect of Damon. I think I stepped in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I remember being, I might've led you down the path of thinking that it was cool to make fun of Sandra Bullock <laughs> in front of gays. You're not because like other gays. I don't particularly like Sandra Bullock, and I believe I have expressed those ideas to you before I sent you to New Jersey <laughs> for this this gay party you were attending. I like that it sounds um, like I went to New York to. It was it was a, a quest I gave you. <laughs> I had a little asterisk above my head, and you were like, "I should get talk to Damon and get that quest." It's a side quest, but I get um, the uh, <laughs> you know I get the snow quilt trousers if I. If I <laughs> Important. Um, and. Um, I think I was surprised to learn how many gays I remember being in a comparable situation with just another gay 
and saying that Sandra Bullock, or hearing him talk about how much he loves Sandra Bullock, and I just said, Sandra Bullock sucks. <laughs> and <laughs> um, as I want to do, even when someone's expressing an opinion that is the opposite of mine, I just assume my opinion will be welcomed with open arms. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, yeah, of course, you're right. Um, how blind I've been. And he was not receptive <laughs> to that either. Um, so, so, yeah, weird. that was the year of finding out that to... gays, gays like Sandra Bullock. And I yeah. still can't, like, usually I'm like, even if I'm not into the person that gays are swooning over, it feels homophobic the more I say gays, even <laughs> as I'm sure I'm lisping my way through it. But um, usually I'm like, yeah, I see it. I like, I don't like Lady Gaga all that much, but I'm like, I get it. Sandra Bullock is boring. Mm. I don't think she's all that interesting. And I, a lot of the movies she chooses, especially in this period, which was an awkward period, you gotta, you gotta stumble before you can walk. And that's what I think Sandra Bullock was learning here at the net and speed Two and demolition man. This was an awkward period for her. And I think this is her first, like this, this might be her first like leading role. Like she was always like, like in Demolition Man, she's like the sidekick. And yeah. in Speed, she's also the sidekick. Right. It's, and in Speed 2, she didn't get the memo that no one else was coming yeah. back. Even Keanu was like, no thanks. No. And San- Sandy was like, sign me the fuck up. Right. Um, what was her... When did we start taking her legitimately? I mean, I know Speed was her big breakout, but when did we say, okay, we're keeping her around? Oh, I don't know. It's got to be the lake house, right? Mm. <laughs> If it's the lake house, I will fucking burn this podcast to the ground. Uh, now, does the... Was she in a movie with Keanu before... Oh, right. Speed. <laughs> You're just talking about it. Does... There's such stalwarts of charisma that I could... <laughs> I, for some reason, I forgot. They've been in like 16 movies just together. sizzling out of the screen. <laughs> Do you... Um, does the love for Sandra D... Uh, Sandra B. Sandra D. <laughs> Sorry, I got, I got, I, you got Greece I got lost in Greece. Wrong one. Um, does the love you thought that Sandra Bullock was Stocker Channing? <laughs> does the love for Sandra B. Uh, uh, extend across the entire LGBTQ plus uh, community oh, tr- tr- or trans it- men hate her? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I just because you know my experience is only with a room full of of gay men. So right. like, I don't know how lesbians like, feel. Um, I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard from them. Yeah. Two spirited people. I couldn't tell you, uh, you know, bisexuals. We got to get a survey. Going. I've got a survey out, but I'll, I'll, I haven't gotten the, I haven't been able to crunch the numbers. I feel like, it, what I'm trying to say. I feel like the, the straights it's an, it's an even split. Oh yeah. I feel like that is determined by a uh, cisgendered straight people. That is just determined by your genitals. If you like yeah. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> um, but is she, I mean, is she a comely lass? Is she someone, um... Oh, she's, she's attractive. Especially, uh, you know, the speed. And I don't, I don't remember the net enough to say, but speed is like peak San, Sandy B. Right. I uh, mean, well, well, that's, that's a terrible thing to say, because that was her first breakout role. That I mean, peak was also her... I don't mean peak... First one where people said, what's that woman's name? Peak performance, no, but peak attractiveness. Oh, I see. Okay. Which might be true of Keanu too, eh? Um, that might been that might have been the last hurrah for Keanu, at least for me. Wow. In in Matrix, I guess he's kind of cute in the Matrix when he's out of the Matrix, when he's got, you know, the plugs in his head. Whoa. Um, but not in the Matrix, not in with the leather and the glasses and the hair. No. Point break. Remember point break. I've never seen point break. Did we not watch that for the podcast? <laughs> God, I don't remember what we've done. We have, we have not. We have not watched that one. I got to keep better records. Um, well, we're going to watch The Net. If only we would publish these podcasts somewhere. There's no way to find out. So, Just been putting them out into the ether, and that's it. <laughs> we're going to watch The Net. Watch along with us, and uh, we'll be back. Uh, this is the commercial for our Patreon page, patreon.com slash your inner child's an idiot. If you need to save your money, 
If you need to give your money to someone else, that's fine. But if you want to support this podcast, patreon.com slash your child's an idiot. That's about all I'm going to say right now. And I'm going to say this because I know that Damon is going to be uncomfortable. We love you. Take care of yourselves Ugh. out there. Be healthy. Ugh. Listen, Ugh. Let, you know what you need in this time? Another brand spiel. In this difficult, uncertain <laughs> time, Hyundai is there for you. What? I'm not driving, Hyundai. <laughs> yeah, we're not going anywhere. Fuck off. <laughs> I do appreciate that all the roads are empty in your video, in your commercials, but yeah. like... We're not going anywhere. I'm not buying a car in quarantine. Fuck off. If I get one more email from someone's COVID-19 policy, I'm going to rip my fucking hair out. I think they've stopped because the memes were like, stop it. Please stop. And they're like, oh shit, the memes are mad at us. (laughs) (laughs) The youth of America has turned on us. The youths. We're back. We watched The Net, starring Sandy Bulls, D. Mills, and Ken Howard. <laughs> Ken Howard. He was, when I rented it off of the Amazon, uh, he was the first person listed. And I had to look him up. And I'd be like, who's Ken Howard? And I was like, oh, the guy who shot himself in the first scene. Yeah. And, of course, played Hank Hooper on 30 Rock, the uh, CEO of Cable Town, the Comcast ripoff. Um, but I'm like... He's in it for five minutes. His picture may be in it more than he is. Like his still photograph on various websites might be in it more than he is. Uh, but he gets the first listing in Amazon, which I, well, I have to hand it to Ken, the the ghost of Ken Howard. Like in the in the like the blurb of the movie, he's first listing. When I pulled up the movie, the net. Yeah. Parenthesis, 1994, and parenthesis. Uh, it said starring, starring Ken Howard, comma, Sandra Bullock, comma, Dennis Miller. Wow. Oh. 1995, by the way. Sorry. My apologies to the, the year 1995. <laughs> How dare you? Um, <laughs> do you want to recap this movie? Please. Uh, actually, I don't know if I do, but I'll try because I'm a consummate professional, if nothing else. That's true. Thank you for putting your notes in front of your camera. Um, Sandra Bullock is a professional. No, no, no. What, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this takes me back to 1995 when I was being ruthlessly bullied in middle school. <laughs> For those playing at home, I wrote, you suck, on the back of my notepad. (laughs) No one can see this. This is Um, good tape. This is great. Uh, So, the year, 1995. The game, The Net. A foot. Oh. (laughs) And uh, Sandra Bullock stars as Angela's Ashes. Angela Angela Bennett. Bennett. Which is important to remember that her name is Angela Bennett. Yes. Uh, She is a... Professional who, um, She's like a, who a, de- a beta tester, a game debugger, yeah, yeah, a game mm-hmm. tester, or she like does security for something. I don't know, but all I know is she's playing Castle yeah. Wolfenstein when she <laughs> is introduced. <laughs> Actually, the movie opens with Ken Howard, uh, who is the Secretary of Justice. No, he's the Under Secretary of defense oh undersecretary uh, he of shoots state? himself in the goddamn head undersecretary of state no that doesn't sound right because they were t- i thought they were trying to break into the doj mainframe hack into the mainframe the m- m- reroute the encryption systems yeah uh it's not important honestly it's, really it's not, not important, important. We're, getting, we're getting hung up on he it, plays right. Government entity number one uh, in the in the movie, he shoots himself uh, after receiving some sort of information. Uh, we cut to smash cut to Sandra Bullock playing Castle Wolfenstein. She finds a virus in Castle Wolfenstein 3D, where uh, if you hit the it escape key at goes. any point, 
Mozart's ghost. No, hold on. Uh, if you uh, oh, hit the escape key at any point during nice. Castle Wolfenstein, that causes a virus to eat up all your computer bits. Um, she sends that away to a friend, um, and then she pulls up her next um, appointment, her next thing, <laughs> which is uh, debugging a game or a-, a concert ticketing software Unclear. called Mozart's Ghost. Said by the most, ca- uh, some sort of like graphic that pulls up with the most California yeah, voice wow. that says, "Hey, you, thanks for using Mozart's Ghost." I don't know; it's a piece of shit. But there's thanks a for little um, coast. <laughs> anyway, she discovers she gets a call from her friend who sent it, sent the uh, program to her, and uh, she discovers a little pie icon in the lower right hand corner. If she icon. hits Shift. Control, um, PyCon, uh, shift control, and then clicks on the PyCon. Um, it causes her to uh, have a lot of images flashed in front of her face uh, and then sent to a random secure web page. Yes. As far as I can understand, it just sends her to a random web page that she shouldn't yeah. be at. Yeah. This, of course, causes her to be hunted down by an international syndicate known as the Praetorians. Absolutely. um, Who eventually changes her identity, um, sells her house out from under her, um, and tries to kill her, tries to kill her mother, tries to kill her ex-boyfriend in the guise of Dennis Miller. Um, Babe. 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 We used to be babes. What's going on, babe? You're uh, like uh, and then, uh, shopping for cereal at the Trader Joe's over here in 1921. I don't know. Oh, I feel like James Buchanan's wife and that I'm non-existent over here. Hey, babe. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> mine had, mine, pretty mine much, was not modern day. A modern <laughs> day Dennis Miller. Yours actually, actually made sense. Mine was nonsense. Um... I'll be cold in the dead, dead in the cold ground before I accept a Tilden presidency. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the point of the thing is, she eventually catches wise to their schemes and uh, uses tricks them. She goes to the Pan Pacific Computer uh, Conference. We've all been and tricks them into thinking she's just mailed out the virus that that they're scared is going to be, you know, the evidence against them. And uh, she tricks them and puts that virus, that same virus I was just talking about from the very beginning of the, the, the movie. She puts in the floppy. The the man hits the escape key, deletes the virus from the department of justice webpage. And uh, she saves the day and kills people in the process. Uh, but the important thing is that she saves the day and she saves her mother who is suffering from dementia. Uh, and they plant, plant some flowers together. Yeah. I skipped a lot of stuff in there, including how they had infiltrated the Department of Justice's website. But that's not important because this movie also deemed it not important. <laughs> Correct. In that me and me and the boyfriend while we were watching that I was like I had to stop the movie and go, what's the plan here? <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of that going on. Uh that's uh that's the gist of it. Thrill a minute. And Tyler was also confused. I we had to over Easter dinner, mind you, he is risen, hashtag. Um I had to unpack for him. He had conflated the two things together and thought that. If you clicked on the pie icon, PyCon, um, and then hit the escape key, it caused a bunch of malarkey on your computer, to quote Joe Biden. Uh, but uh, I actually had to differentiate that those were two different like, programs. No, Tyler, that wouldn't make any sense. But he also no, raised a great point. <laughs> he also raised a great point, because there were a lot of points in this where I was as a person who uses a computer in 2020, mm-hmm. I was like, come on, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this years works. Later. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but there was also part of me that was like, maybe that might be how it works. And so I was curious because did you watch this with your wife, your betrothed, your, yes, your legal property, according to the Bible? <laughs> yes. Lauren. Yeah. She, her main problem was with, uh, 
at the end when uh, <laughs> when Sandy Bowles sends the email and uh, to like of all the evidence and uh, what's the bad guy's name? I forgot already. Gene Triplehorn. No, it's oh, like Devonshire or something. Yeah, he he comes in his way of like being like <laughs> Northam. Okay. No, that's the actor's name, Northam. I can't yeah. remember. Sorry, go ahead. He he's like, oh well, I know how to get out of this, and I know how to delete emails from a random page, and that's to push the escape button, <laughs> and it just knows which email you want to delete. Uh, Tyler was saying that this was terrible PR for the escape key (laughs) and that there's a virus that's triggered by it. And then like, you can just randomly delete emails that are already (laughs) on route, if not already delivered to someone, Uh, you can uh, just hit the escape key and stop him. Yeah. The Gmail unsend feature is a relatively new development. (laughs) You just hit escape at the top of your your keyboard. (laughs) Well, I was curious because even at the very beginning, I mean, I don't want to dunk on this movie too hard because it's very early on in in the computer. There are myriad other reasons to dunk on this movie. Yeah. Um, But I was also curious, like the 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 PyCon, you hit control and shift at the same time and then click on it. Yeah, that doesn't register as real to me. That a certain website can declare what your shift and control can do mm. in a browser setting. Because the I browser is the software that declares what your shift and control does. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm not clear on, on hacking. So uh. <laughs> I'm not a hacker like Lexi in Jurassic yeah. Park. So I can't just <laughs> declare what, what is valid and what is invalid. Um the, I knew I realized what kind of movie we were in from like one of the very first lines that Ken Howard as the undersecretary of defense Bergstrom, uh, <laughs> he, he gets a call and we find out later that he's being told that he's HIV positive or no, that he has AIDS, not even HIV positive. Went straight to AIDS. Wait, does he get a, I, <laughs> he gets a, call. wait, that's why he kills himself. Cause he's been given a positive diagnosis. And, but well, we, we don't know that why he's on the phone yet. We just I knew that. I should have watched this movie twice because his his death is so confusing to me. Yeah, at well, the onset of this movie, it's the very beginning. It's it's supposed to be like our inside. Right, you have no bearing yeah. on what's going yeah. on, and it's just like here's a guy he's going to shoot himself, and here's Sandra Bullock she's ordering pizza online. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah, it's definitely like a this. You'll understand this later, and we kind of do, but. He gets a no. I had, he kept having to go like, "Who the fuck is Bergstrom?" And then right. the movie would give me enough context clues to be like, "Here's who Bergstrom is." And I'm like, "Thank you." And then like five minutes later, they bring him up again. I'm like, "Who the fuck is Bergstrom though?" <laughs> um, but he goes, he's on the phone, and he goes, "So there's, no, there's, is there any way this could be human error or something like that?" No, and then he goes, "So this really is reality then." And I was like, I made a little note in my notebook that said, okay, this is the movie that we're watching. This is what we're in for. <laughs> um, I, uh, first off, of course, there's like Vince Foster elements to him shooting himself. I feel like, yes. Um, which then makes me think the screenwriters of this movie believe that Vince Foster was a setup, of course, shot directly by Hillary Clinton, uh, on her free time as first lady. Right. Um, I'm going to cross that off my list of notes to, to mention. Um, I want to say one wait, thing. No wait till we get all the emails about this one. <laughs> no one emails. Us. <laughs> um, uh, I You're do in appreciate that. At gmail.com. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Uh, you know, I feel like there was a lot of branches that computer technology could have chosen. And I really appreciate that he chose the branch that did not involve computers reading the text to me as I read it myself. What? Like cyber Bob when she oh, was texting yeah, with cyber yeah. Bob and, and <laughs> angel face or whatever. It was like, what kind of man are you into angel? Yeah. yeah. Oh, terrible. That didn't catch on, but I mean, thankfully for the hearing and for the, uh, you know, 
people who can't see, it did. Well, I think I gotta fix my. There's a lot of problems up here with with my hairdresser not available. Once again, um, I gotta remind you. No one is seeing this except for no me one is you. recording this this stuff. <laughs> um, I still don't want you to see it. I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get screenshots. Speaking of while we're while we're shit chat, <laughs> I mean I feel like this movie is stymied by the fact that a lot of movies stumble with, which is like the whole plot is centered around computers, but computers are inherently boring to watch. No matter how exciting the thing that is happening between users (laughs) of those computers, it is inherently boring to watch. It's like watching someone play video games. Who gives a shit? Um, But Twitch, this movie is like, what if they No, Twitch does beg to differ, but I would beg to differ with Twitch. Wow. Um, billions of but users. But this one's like, what can't if, be wrong. Fuck you, billions. <laughs> uh, is it billions? It's probably not billions, but it, maybe it is. I don't know. This uh, this movie's like, what if they talked? And I'm like, no, thank you. That's terrible. <laughs> what if people talk while typing? Sandra Bullock style. And I'm like, also no. <laughs> that's that's a carryover from letter writing from Robin. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's a that's a very uh, it makes sense. You know, it's a movie, but it's also like yeah, we can we can see what she's typing. It's okay. You don't have to. We should probably watch Hacker soon because I'm sure it commits many of these same sins. I'm sure she is. Uh, Sandra Bullock's character in this movie is what we'd call now very online. Yes. Very on. Also known as the rest of the population of America. <laughs> like she was doing stuff that the people were like, wow, she really never comes out of her house. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we get the uh pizza.net, the famous thing that you remembered. <laughs> yeah, pizza.net. Although I want to say something. Um, once they walked onto that catwalk in the climax of the movie, I was like, I was like Lexi again in Jurassic Park where I'm like, where she says, it's a Unix system. I know this. I was like, it's a catwalk. I remember this. Wait, what? I remember them being on a catwalk. I remember the the net having a catwalk scene. I was like, when did she go on a catwalk earlier in the movie? (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, she also, I just have to point out, gets all anchovies, just anchovies on her pizza. I saw that. It was disgusting. Absurd. She, what is she, a ninja she turtle? Is, she is a proto Liz Lemon in that she's like, she has a fantastic body. She's beautiful, but eats hot garbage at all times. <laughs> she's eating anchovy pizza and M&M's while Annie Lennox covers a wider shade of pale in the background. It's a ludicrous premise of a movie, especially when we see her in a bikini later. I'm like, in what universe is this happening? <laughs> she uh, is a hottie boombalati. Uh, oh, yeah. I did not remember that. She's a hottie with a body. Yeah. And as, as the, the drag queens on RuPaul's Drag Race would say, she's got a body yaddy yaddy. As a- <laughs> As is the uh, villain who, uh, you know, gaslights her into sleeping with him. Before, True, but we never see his body, yaddy yaddy. If I'm not, if oh, I'm not mistaken, it's a little little shirtless spot, you know. Do we? Oh, when they're under the covers oh, yeah. on the boat, we get some chest. How would you? <laughs> so can we? I I just want to before we go on any further, especially for our listeners who are probably already frustrated with us. Okay. DJ, I know I already sort of summed up the movie, but if you could sum up the scheme of the Praetorians for yeah. me, please. Because I'm still stumbling a little bit on that. They, so they're, okay. I don't remember who the guy, he becomes the new undersecretary of defense after the other guy killed Greg. him. Greg. Greg is the Villainous one. Greg. Jeff Greg. He's selling like a... Uh, internet security software, but it's a Trojan horse. So once everybody signs it, and the government, we find out towards the end of the movie that the government has signed up for this service. It's Guardian or something like that. Or is that a real one? Gateway. 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 Gatekeeper. 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 I think Guardian is a real one. Uh, Yeah, Guardian is. That guy's name is John McAfee. Yeah. Um, So Gatekeeper, he's trying to get that everywhere so that he can access all these systems, which it seems like he already has access to. 
So I'm not clear. Yeah, because he's taking down Wall Street and yeah, and various there, other things. There's been a couple like minor cyber terrorism blips. Like they they've had seen had some like stock market blips, and then there was something in Atlanta. I don't remember what it was. And uh, but it's like kind of a, going on in the background, and they reference it a few times, but I don't know exactly what it is. And I know obviously the Praetorians caused that, but I'm not exactly sure. It seems like maybe they're like. Like much like uh, the Velociraptors in Jurassic Park, f- fourth reference, uh, they're testing the fence. They're testing the defense. Ah, uh, yes. And then once you know, if the uh, once gatekeeper catches on, they'll have access to all these things. I guess I don't. I that's my I guess. Path. I couldn't. I couldn't tell. Like my debate was like, was gatekeeper taking down these systems so that they could get this sweet government contract? Was like that was the end goal was to get this sweet government contract and they'll be play nice. I I don't know if that was like the end all goal or like not. I thought it was like a vertical integration thing where you like take down a bunch of like systems and like oh yeah. that looks pretty rough you should probably get our system and then we can keep you safe and then when you get the system like they never fuck with you again and then yeah. they say see but you're right though because uh, but like lobbying that's also let's just do lobbying like a normal person like that's well, what you're this was that's the, what the system is set up to do there like, was no lobbying give a in bunch the of money. we hadn't figured out lobbying yet. <laughs> you just give a bunch of money to a congressman and then you're you're the person who gets the the no bid contract for the government like end of question but also your point stands because they already clearly have access to all these systems because they like wipe her identity and like establish a completely new identity. Like they, they, so this, right. this woman, Ruth Marks takes over as her and then they brand her as Ruth Marks, uh, Sandra. Which Moore. also seemed kind of rude to the woman who actually turned out to be Ruth Marks. Yeah. It's weird. It's like, like, why- couldn't you come up with literally any other yeah, name? Another why name. do you have to use my name? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, also like they they make the one guy's plane crash by like messing with his dials, like with his uh, not with his dials, but with radar, his, his radar, na- yeah. his navigation systems. And it's like they seem like they already have control of a lot of these things. They like uh, that's what made me think it was like a like a mob mentality of like, oh, it'd be terrible if something happened to your systems over yeah. here. That, maybe uh, that's so that it's not clearly explained, but maybe that's the. Uh... But I also had trouble understanding, like, why they needed to get rid of Sandy Bulls and Den's Mill and maybe her mother in the process. Uh, I, I think... It seems like seems like small potatoes. Like it could not pro- like just the fact that they knew was so offensive to them. They just had to get them out of the way. I guess, or just I don't I don't know. Don't make me defend that. I don't know. Um. Because it like, seems like a lot of manpower being devoted to, like, messaging. first off, hard-negging the real Ruth Marks, who <laughs> yeah. works for you. Like, that's my name. You're accusing me of being a prostitute and, like, hooked on narcotics? Like, just come up with, like, Mary Johnson. You didn't have to choose my name, you <laughs> jackasses. I just awesome. never got a full... It felt like it was trying to be one of those John Grisham, like, Pel- it definitely felt like Pelican Brief style nonsense of just like oh my god there's a huge scheme in the government to get rid of i don't know judges or whatever yeah um like in the case of the pelican brief but i don't know it never the scheme never became clear enough that i understood what the stakes were so it was hard to really become invested in in it just seemed like if an operation was being run by like me, like I would definitely devote a lot of manpower to Sandra Spite. Bullock, who, <laughs> who who had spitefully like gotten back at me. So I'm like, well, I guess we have to kill her then and destroy her entire life. Because no, I mean, once you get her, like there were several points where like they stole her identity, they stole her actually identification in Mexico. Right. But for some reason, they changed her identity to Ruth Marks. So she's able to get back into the United States. And I'm like, why don't you just keep her identification cards? And then she can't get back into the country there. That's the end. Like you're done. And then she gets back into the United States by just agreeing to be Ruth Marks. And then you have to like devote a bunch of manpower to killing her again, but stateside. And then there's another point where she gets in jail and it's like, Great. Now everyone thinks she's crazy and she's in jail. She can't really do anything. 
But then they spend more manpower, like hiring a guy to pretend to be Dennis Miller's friend from the FBI to come and bail her out and then drive her around. And then to what end? To just find out that she doesn't have a copy of the disc? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, ostensibly, that's why, is that they needed to find out whether she had a copy or not. But it does it does seem like a very roundabout way to get there. I will say this. It was just very frustrating. I want to like I wanted to get to this at some point. It seems like we're in a good place to talk about it. Like uh, this is a like, what if scenario because her mother has Alzheimer's and she, like we, they make a point to show her like taking care of her mom and her mom doesn't remember her. And she has to kind of keep saying, reminding her mom who she is. And she's like, you know, taking care of her, has her in this uh, facility and is taking care of her um, as best she can. And like, it would have been really interesting with like for them to this whole act of like gaslighting her of like, you're not this person was like messing with her. Cause you know, this is hereditary. Maybe she has it. And it like would have been an actually really interesting angle that like, they're like making her doubt her own identity. Like, and uh-huh. she, cause she comes home and somebody else is like, they've sold her house. Like none of her stuff is there. And it's like, yeah, it would have been a really interesting tack, even if they didn't like spend the whole movie on it, because that's clearly not what the movie is. But like, they didn't do that at all, and I was just like, "Oh, why? Why did the mom? Ha- why? Why did we do that?" I thought that was for sure setting it up, like that they would kind of like make her doubt her own faculties. Basically. Yeah, it did seem like a weird. Uh, I mean, obviously, the mother having dementia or Alzheimer's was. Uh, it was clearly a plot contrivance. Like there was no, like we really want to shine a light on, on people with uh, no, mental right, health right. issues. Like they, they didn't give two shits. No. They're like, how do we explain this? But it just seemed like you could have easily like done away with it with a, a quick bit of dialogue about our parents being dead or anything. Yeah. Um, but instead it felt like a real plot contrivance. Like let's create a mother with dementia who does not remember her own daughter and then later she has to call her from 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 jail and be like, Mom, can you tell this person you remember me? Even though throughout the entire movie, the mother has never remembered her. Right. So like as an audience member, I was like, why are we even wasting time She's with this plot point? She's yeah. not going to remember you. Um, yeah. And then the, the last scene of the movie is is also the mother who I want to point out is the Senator from Tennessee in silence of the lambs. Um, who is she? The the woman who plays the mother. Oh, okay. She's the Senator Great. from Tennessee that Hannibal Lecter tells has a wonderful suit. Um, <laughs> while also claiming that she has phantom pains, uh, from on her nipples from her daughter who's been kidnapped. He's a wonderful psychiatrist. Sounds like it. Um, <laughs> uh, he, uh, she, she she gets the last scene of the movie where she walks into Sandra Bullock's house. I guess she's staying now with Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And says, sorry, miss, I don't remember what I was supposed to plant here. And it's actually like kind of a, a really downer moment. I was like, oh, yeah, your mom has dementia. Thank you, movie, yeah. for reminding me. Um, I don't know. She, she, she seems to be little cared for by the movie, but like just used to sort of like almost like a Hitchcockian MacGuffin just to keep moving the plot along. But actually she never really moves the plot along. She's just there for like a story beat, but she never actually like, it would have been great if she like suddenly did remember her daughter on the phone at the jail. Like if that actually somehow paid off or something, it just, I don't know why she was there. It just seemed like a weird, I think it was just like cloying trick of the screenwriter or something. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think partially it was like, you know, more stakes because they do like threaten her at some point. Like she has to move her out of the home and then uh, they threat they say they know she where she is and stuff. But also like it's it's one of those like the the your main character gives money to a, a someone on the sidewalk moment. It's just like we're we're supposed to it's supposed to just establish her as like a good person. I think it's a little bit right, it, which, is, so. which is a cheap like a cheap screenwriting trick. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I, it doesn't go any deeper than that, which is unfortunate. Cause I, that would have been interesting and not, not even like the way that you talked about where you're like, well, you know, shining a light on, but even just as a plot 
point, like actually use the fact right. that you have this in your story for a compelling story. But they were like, no, she just doesn't remember stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, okay, I get it. But I don't know. It's just, it was a little bit because I was like, oh, that would have been kind of interesting. But it, they just instead, yeah. like every, I mean, that's kind of what this boils down to is anything that what could be paint by numbers in the grand scheme of this movie was like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. All the hit. It does seem like it just seems like Pelican Brief, but with computers involved. And that's like about it. I don't remember that story enough to to agree with you or disagree. I only saw because it, it was on HBO kind of recently. <laughs> so I caught like the last mm, two thirds of it. Uh, can we talk about Dennis Miller? Because I want to say yes. politics aside, I do enjoy the general comedy stylings of Dennis Miller. I think I talked yeah. about this in the intro yeah. and that he likes, likes to make a lot of obscure references, which I always enjoy because Huge it fan. makes me feel smart. Um, him they don't necessarily pay off, but it makes me and him feel smart. So I feel like it's a two way street. Uh, and, uh, but I feel like in this movie, I was like, okay, when he finally showed up, I'm like, okay, Dennis Miller's here. He's going to like, He's going to bring some like levity to this. He's going to bring that Dennis Miller energy of like kind of a coked up, like honor roll student. Like that's the energy <laughs> that Dennis Miller brings. And I don't know. It never really, he was, I, I guess to put him in context, um, uh, we find out after Sandra Bullock is gaslit on her vacation in Mexico by uh, one of the Praetorian underlings the main villain, Jer- played by Jeremy Northam, uh, that she had an affair with her therapist at some point in her life. Right. And when she finally is on the run from the net, the personified net, uh, Dennis Miller is that therapist. He's her ex-boyfriend, who was also her former therapist. Um, she's what, And he, she's the only person... Yeah, he, she doesn't know a lot he, of people IRL. As it were. Yes. Um... And, uh, so she relies on her ex-boyfriend to sort of get her out of trouble and he's played by Dennis Miller and he is unceremoniously killed about half an hour later in the story. Yeah. Right. He's there for act two, but he ain't there for act one. And he certainly ain't there for act three, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And I will say like, first of all, it's, it's weird to see Dennis Miller in a movie. I didn't like, I knew he was in this movie, you know? And, uh, I remember, uh, that, but then like uh, when he shows up and I knew he was coming and it was still just like, this is weird. This is, it's just, out right. of, it's like when you see your friend from high school, like in the ca- town you currently live in, you're like, wait, what? Right. What? When you see your dentist at the supermarket, <laughs> yeah. you're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you can't be here. You're in, you're permanently. You live there. Yeah. You're like an NPC in a video game. That's where you live. You sleep in that chair. Uh, <laughs> you turn that little light off, <laughs> and then you turn it on at 5 a.m. Uh, yeah, it is it, weird. I guess he like attempted a movie career, and for whatever reason, it didn't pay off. And he eventually just went back to you know narrating football games, and then eventually becoming a stooge of the Republican Party. But um, yeah, it is odd to see him. It. it I feel like there are some comedians who are just like, they stick with stand up. They just never really get into movies. They may yeah. have bit parts here and there, but they never really get into movies. Mark Maron was kind of like that for a while. And now yeah. recently he's been like creeping into movies and shows. Dennis Miller, I forget that there was an attempted thing there yeah. for a minute between this and Bordello of Blood. Then he just kind of like um, back slowly out of the room. <laughs> 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 um <laughs> uh he doesn't it's not like he's bad no, at it. He's, it's just like i keep waiting for like why did you hire specifically this man to be in this role and i never really get an answer to that question yeah no i i don't know because he's a he's a cash money name you know you know it might have been like in 1995 it might have been a cash money name yeah he's gonna put butts in seats i think we know that um and he, I mean, he sort of, he, he serves a purpose. He gets like uh, Sandra Bullock, a base of operations for a while. And he moves her mother because of his um, doctoral credentials. He, right. he moves her mother to a, a undisclosed location with Dick Cheney. And then 
He is, once his plot purposes are served, he is unceremoniously killed by the villains, the unseen villains of this He's movie. He's dead, babe. Hey, babe, babe, look at me over here. I'm Bones, <laughs> babe. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I feel like if I've given I'm if I'm given two more episodes of Dennis Miller content, I can crack this Dennis Miller code. I'll be there. <laughs> He's deader than Jason Giambi's career after the Mitchell report came out. Am I right? I don't know what that <laughs> uh, is. Yes. Yes. What does that is that a sports reference? Yes. Uh fuck you with your sports refs. You're gonna have to And by refs I mean references and not referees. You're gonna have to get on dogpile.com and look up all those references. What website am I supposed to go on? Dogpile.com? Yeah, that was a Lycos era search engine. (laughs) That seems just like porn. That just seems (laughs) like porn. My other favorite, I want to say my favorite line from this movie is when um, after her friend Norm is killed in a accidental question mark plane accident she calls to her place of business where she's never been yeah plot point important yes uh, she's never actually physically been to the office she works remotely exclusively but she talks to the other person she knows there and uh he tells her while choking back tears try to have a good vacation that was my favorite line from the net was try to have a good vacation because he was supposed to meet the guy for the first time. He was coming down to exactly. like show her this thing. But also, like, I'm that the logistics of that whole thing. Okay, so she doesn't work in the office. That's fine. They mail her floppy disks, which is like, okay. I'll allow it. Sure. I'll allow it. Fine. And it seems to be working well. She does a good job. Everybody's like, as a person who tried to download the trailer to the Fellowship of the Ring in 2001, <laughs> I will allow them mailing floppy disks to someone. You're still trying to download it. I'm still downloading that file. I can't wait to see that trailer. The movies are great, but I bet that trailer is awesome. I need more torrents and then I'll get it. <laughs> um, and but and I, I so like I'm kind of allowing we're allowing a lot of premises here that yeah that okay she's never actually met but then fake Angela uh, Ruth Marks like comes and now just like takes over and then does work at the office so there was like already always a space for her and they just were like not nah, good and then and then she comes in and they're like yeah cool here's your desk wait there was a desk. And then she like kind of knows her way. It's like very confusing. I don't understand. It- First off, DJ, <laughs> this isn't a very realistic movie, but I have to I have to defend this movie at one point. That is the most realistic part of this movie. I have salespeople that have worked at my job twice as long as I have. Okay. I have seen them precisely three times in my entire career. They have fucking offices with closing and locking doors. <laughs> what? I do not have that. They get that. They have never, mark my words, never come into the office. They have offices that have closing and locking doors. Some of them, yes, some of them even have windows. No. So I guarantee, I guarantee you that, um, what was the name of the co- company? Cathedral.org. <laughs> um, they definitely have a desk for Angela Bennett. That's crazy. But I, that was my favorite aspect of the, of, of this scheme that Praetorian was working is that they had a fake Angela Bennett, AKA Ruth Marks, who still went into work every <laughs> single day. What was she doing? Pretending to be Angela I think Bennett. she was a hacker, too. Typing? I mean, she was a hacker, too. Maybe she was doing the work. Because real Angela's not been working. I hope so. I hope she was actually... I, I actually kind of wanted in those scenes where she was kind of being uh, bitchy to all her coworkers. Yeah. I was hoping that she had actually built up great relationships with everyone, and they were horribly terrified by the fact that she was, like, a villain working amongst <laughs> them. I wanted her to, like be talking about like people's kids talking about someone's birthday coming up being on like the party planning committee for the office. 
I wanted her to like complain about people in the bathroom. I like I wanted her to be completely embedded in the office. The fact that she went into the office was the most ludicrous thing I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> I also like I always think that like even in in real Did she carry a gun with her every day? I'm sorry. She must Does she carry it because she like reached for her gun at some point? I'm like, did she carry a gun with her every day just in the off chance that Angela Bennett's schemes, the schemes against Angela Bennett never worked out and she had to just shoot Angela? Angela Bennett in the goddamn face. Am I? I mean, is everyone both a hacker and like a sharpshooter on their staff? She's ready to shoot anybody. Uh, Anyone who gets in her way. And she is also not building connections in in contrast to what I was hoping. She was not building connections with her coworkers because they were like, you got to leave. There's a fire drill. And she's like, fuck you, basically. And then that one woman's like, oh, you got to go to the John, too. And she was like, oh, no, stop talking to me. Like, Angela, this is not the way to make They're fun. like, I, I liked it better when she worked from home. Um, <laughs> they, she seemed less of a bitch on I Am. They, yeah, I, I always think that, though, even in, in real life, when people have double double lives, either, you know, they're a spy or, like, like a, a man has a separate family in Colorado or whatever. And you're like, how do you have the time? Like, you gotta also, like, do all the things that normal people do with your first life, and then you gotta do it all again with the second life. Absurd. Well, DJ, this is what the movie True Lies was trying to answer. So true. I can't wait to watch that. I will say, I had to hand it to Sandra Bullock's character, because I kind of expected her to be a little bit of... Someone who, a damsel in distress who kept falling, luckily, like, getting out of the the grasp of the villains. But she was pretty... Um, She's pretty smart. Yeah. Crafty. Yeah. Um, I mean, she does establish, like, in Mexico that she is kind of familiar with guns when she grew up. Right. I can't remember where she said she grew up. Um, Southeastern Colorado. Of course. Yeah. Gun, gun capital of the world. Yeah. And um, so she was pretty when she found a, when she put on um, Johnny handsome British, uh, his coat, she like found a gun with a silencer on it, which, by the way, I don't know if silencers are actually real. I feel like I read something that was like silencers are almost a complete movie fabrication, but we've all just sort of gone along with it. Really? I think I feel like things that exist that are silencers exist, but they do. I mean, silencing a bullet Blast is like we can make it like the sound of a lawnmower, right? But otherwise, right. it's still fucking loud. Yeah. It's not like um, you're not like shooting someone across a restaurant and no one else notices except for the person whose wine glass was broken. <laughs> um, but I have to hand it to her; like she did that. She like escaped to him, uh, escaped from him on the uh, raft, and like sort of rammed the raft into his boat to like dislodge him from the side of the raft. Of course, then she accidentally drove into what I assume was a whale skull on the beach when she was escaping on that raft. Did yeah. you see that part? Well, was it like she, they were like way out there and she like runs. They were way out there, but she hit like she runs into a rock. Was like this like crazy protruding yeah. rock that looked like a whale skull. <laughs> I don't think it was a whale skull. And I'm like, didn't you notice, didn't you notice that on the way in? <clears throat> But there were a lot of things, moments where I was like, I gotta hand it to Sandra Bullock. She knows what's going on. I mean, using the movie logic of the net, but still, she knows she knows what's going on. Yeah, she she's crafty. She's crafty. We also noticed that, like, the actual like, because the the movie is like this movie is kind of famous for being extremely dated as far as technology because it's it was right. very of the time. So it's like. It's almost inevitably so. You know what I mean? Like if you did a very tech heavy movie now, it's same thing in in twenty five years. And waited twenty yeah, years. Yeah, twenty five years. You're gonna be like, whoa, whoa. But this is like famous for that because it's very early consumers on the internet kind of vibe. But it actually doesn't. It actually is not as much computer stuff as I remembered and as Lauren remembered. It's like the beginning and the end, and then a little like you know references in the middle. And otherwise, it's like. Yeah, like John Grisham movie in between. Yeah, it's just yeah. a generic thriller in the middle. Yeah. Um, I did notice that myself, that there there wasn't a lot of dated stuff. Actually, some of the stuff that Sandra Bullock says while she's like in jail, I'm like, yeah, she's kind of right. 
I mean, with all the like data breaches we've had in the yeah. last few years with everyone's debit card having to be released, I'm like, you're absolutely right, Sandra Bullock. We shouldn't be doing we shouldn't be storing all this stuff online all the time. Yeah, she she goes to town on like privacy like dangers and stuff. And you're and it was kind of like like ugh, we I mean at that you can also like chalk it up to like the Sandy Bees of the right. world. To the early 90s paranoia of, like, computers. And there is a lot of that stuff in there where it's just, like, people being scared of computers. And that seems to be the whole uh, raison d'etre of the of the net is, like, just you should not do things on computers. Really you shouldn't order you your pizza on computers like, like Sandra Bullock does. But, I mean, there is part of it that's, like, yeah, a lot of our lives are on computers. And if that falls into the wrong hands, that could be bad. Yeah. Like Donald Trump could be your president after a while. After a massive disinformation campaign is waves on social media. Nothing is done to stop it, even after the next election cycle, for example. That would never happen. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. Sandra Bullock's a fool. Can I do my big one here? Uh, let me just go. Hold on. Just a quick. Let me. Um, I've already complained about what the actual scheme of Gatekeeper is. Uh, I do appreciate that at one point he tries to like uh, get in her good graces again. And he's like, I'm genuinely attracted yeah. to you. And I'm like, I feel like that ship sailed, dude. Yeah. Like just, even if that is the case, like you're also standing outside her mother's like senior assisted living home. Like you can't, yeah, you can't be like, Hey, you want to go out sometime? If I don't kill your mother, that is. You already were planning. Okay. To, go you were already planning to kill her and then slept with her anyway. Like you already, uh, I do like her line of like, I'm surprised you didn't kill me and then fuck me. <laughs> she did say that to him at one point. Um, Solid burn, Sandy Bulls. So without giving too much away for the verdict, um, the acting in this movie Please. is pretty bad across the board. Um, it's very like wooden and very like rote uh, and very like mm -hmm. TV movie. Except, and I say this, I want any... Uh, gay man listening to hear me say this. <laughs> uh, Sandra Bullock, Bullock is good in this. She's your true ally. She's people. charming. She she makes you sympathize with her situation. She doesn't like you could. She could have easily gone over acting with the like. Am I going crazy? You know what I mean with all the stuff that's happening to her, and she like. She does a good job. It's not like a, you know, uh, gonna ever be in the Hall of Fame for movies or anything. But like, she does a good job, and I was I was charmed by her character and her acting. And I want to just retroactively apologize to everyone watching the 2009 Grammys with me or uh, Oscars with me. <laughs> Grammys. <laughs> you know what? She certainly does not deserve a Grammy. You know what? Uh, I'll just have everybody that was watching the Grammys with me. I'll, I'm going to apologize to you as well because I thought Fe I thought Feist was going to take it all. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't think I want to say like even though we were trashing her during our intro, I don't think she is a bad actress by any means. Oh, I here think we go. Much kind of like Kevin. This is the sound of your back. Much like Kevin Costner, I think she is. <laughs> I think much like Kevin Costner, she is an, a good actress in like a very specific set of roles. Yeah. And like getting beyond that is like, okay, I don't want Ro Sandra Bullock to play Robin Hood. Right. Because Robin Hood is a man, just like the Ghostbusters. Just like Santa Claus just um, is white. Just that's just the way it is. <laughs> he is just a white Turkish saint. Just a white man. <laughs> um, but I think, she, yeah, she does do well. I mean, there was even a scene where she's crying with her mother, even though that movie, that scene didn't make any sense to me as a viewer. Like that, her crying on the phone. She did a great job. Yeah, right. Yeah, I just wanted to. I just wanted to get that out. I just don't think she's an Oscar caliber actress. To be fair, I still have not seen the movie that she was nominated for. <laughs> so, um, shall we go to the verdict? Yes.
Damon Santopoulos, what is your verdict? say i mean for the very niche group of people that loved this movie when they were kids your inner child is an idiot uh and even in like using a flop house guideline of like is this a good bad movie or a bad bad movie like this is not even like the mystery science level of like you can watch it and have a great time with it it's kind of a boring movie like there were times where i was just like I could not concentrate on the movie because I was just so bored by it. I couldn't probably, I'm sure the scheme of the, the villains is laid out in the movie. I just was not paying attention <laughs> at any point to get grasp it. Uh, it's just kind of a, a rote thriller with like early nineties computer elements thrown in. And it just does not, it, it isn't fun in its datedness because the computer element is probably maybe just like, you know, 20% of the plot. Yeah. And the rest of it is just kind of like by the numbers, like mid nineties thriller. So you can skip this movie. It's no good. Uh, I am going to have to agree with you. See, so you like Thank that? You. you flipped that. You thought I was going to disagree. I thought you, I really thought you were going to disagree based on everything we were saying about <laughs> this movie of which none of it was positive. <laughs> yeah. This movie sucks. Um, it was, it's just yeah. very cliche. Like if it was like, even a little bit maybe weirder or if they like, you know, even leaned in more with the early, it would have more nostalgia, nostalgia effect. Cause it was fun to see like the early, I was going to say like, even if they went like hog wild with the early nineties computer talk, yeah. like that would at least give it some legs as like an ironic thing. But it, yeah, it's just kind of boring. Like I'm also like, not that, that's not really what I'm nostalgic for. I'm not nostalgic for Every time he get online, <laughs> I'm not really taking 20 minutes to save a <laughs> yeah, file, and it's yeah. like enough to like cause tension in the story. I am not. Uh, I am not nostalgic for floppy disks. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I didn't even that, which was like kind of fun, but it didn't really do much for me. And honestly, Domino's current website looks kind of still like Pizza.net. If we're being honest. <laughs> they still use Joker man font for that. <laughs> um, I, yeah, like I said, kudos to Sandra Bullock. I think she did the best she could with this movie and, and, you know, kudos to Dennis Miller for giving, giving it a try, giving it the old college try. You know, he really did. And he died trying. Yeah. So you got to hand it to him. <laughs> RIP babe. Babe. Um, babe, I'm dead. Over <laughs> what did you think? Everybody. Why don't you email us? Your inner child is an idiot at gmail.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail and we'll play it on the show. 615-576-0525. You can find us on all the social medias, the Twitter, and the, we're very online. You can find us Instagram. Damon does great drawings on Instagram. They're amazing. They're the best thing you've ever seen. Go check them out. Um, we want to thank our patrons for supporting the show, including T. Smith, Lindsay Nell, the supreme ruler of this podcast, the Zesty, of course, Little Flick, Just Cuz, Jacob Grimm, Christine in Brooklyn, His Honor, the Mayor, uh, Jeremy Pallon, Joshua Nicholson, Aaron Curd, Larissa Maestro, Dan McIntyre, and Jonathan Day. Thank you guys very much. We really appreciate your support. You're helping us create the show. Uh, if you want to become a patron like them, patreon.com slash your inner child is an idiot. Uh, okay. Just give me like four or five quick Dennis Miller jokes. Just as no, we, four or as five. Just six or seven off the top of your head. Obscure references. Hey, babe. Uh, I'm on OK Cupid here. My profile says uh, I'm pretty much Teddy Roosevelt because I got a big stick. <laughs> We're gonna have to do all presidents. <laughs> that's that's see the problem is my wheelhouse is presidential shows. <laughs> oh, what am I like William Han Henry Harrison over here? I'm dead in 28 days. <laughs> hey babe, hey babe, like John Madden over here screaming into microphone. Okay, that's good.